This is Coffee with Kerry. Each week we meet amazing people who are going to be challenged to step from behind their profession for a game show and interview whilst having lots of fun. If you're looking to inject more fun into your world, join us here every week. It's time to get on with the show. Welcome to another episode of Coffee with Kerry. It is great to be here. It's great to be back and I'm super excited for today's show. Today, we have another amazing guest that has actually come forth and decided to step through these rounds with me. So I'm excited and I'm going to do my little intro for today's guest. Today's guest is... Jesus Hernandez, aka Jesse. And Jesse is from San Antonio in Texas. And Jesse is also the host of a podcast called Learning and Learnings and Missteps. Jesse is up to episode 31, maybe 32 or 33 by the time this comes onto the air. And it's super great to have you here. Welcome, Jesse. Good to have you. Oh, thank you, Carrie. Excited to be here. Um, love coffee. Love talking with you. And and it's Friday night. It's 8 p.m. here in San Antonio. And it's always nice to end the day a Friday with a party. Oh, absolutely, mate. I agree. I agree. It's Saturday morning here in Australia. It's 11 a.m. So we're on opposite sides of the globe, but doesn't mean anything. We can still have fun, right? Absolutely. Awesome. Jesse, we're going to step into the first round. Are you ready? Yeah, whether I'm not, let's go. (laughs) Awesome. Jesse, the first round is the mug shot. Do you have a mug for today's episode? I do. This is my special mug. Oh, mate, that's amazing. A giant cup of I don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) i love it i love it that's fantastic where did you get this mug jesse where did this Mm. mug come from did someone give it to you yes it was a gift i've had it oh my goodness i've probably had it in somewhere near eight years maybe ten um amazing woman that that i shared lots of time with uh it was a it was a gift in appreciation for my cuddly and loving attitude (laughs) so she's like you know you drink coffee all the time and you really just tell it how it is most of the time so I think this is perfect for you oh I think that's fantastic Jesse and it does kind of suit you buddy I'm just gonna say that out loud it it really does suit you but I appreciate the whole you know say it how it is and, and just put it out there and and you know love hate whatever the case may be it's all good right yes ma'am Awesome. Jesse, I, I've brought a mug to today's episode and um, I don't know if it's uh, probably relating to yourself, but I like it because of the size of it. So this is my Ooh. mug for today's <laughs> episode. It's not it's not as big as my head, like it's only like half a head, but <laughs> this one is, um, it's actually got on, I don't know if you can see that. Yes, hot sauce, sriracha hot sauce, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
And I have to tell you, Jessie, the purpose of this mug is because my husband would have this stuff for breakfast if he could. Like, honestly, he is fully addicted to sriracha sauce. <laughs> and when I saw this mug online and saw the size of it, I was like, oh, and, and I love the colour, the green and the red. Like, it just mm-hmm. just goes so well. It's pretty good, right? Yes, yes. Now, has he ever attempted drinking sriracha out of that cup? I'm going to put him to that challenge. Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. Challenge accepted by hubby, by Kerry on his behalf. I love it. <laughs> awesome. Jesse, can we do a cheers to the screen with our mugs for today's episode? Let's do it. Cheers. Cheers. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate that. Putting the mug away. It's scary stuff, that sriracha sauce, but (laughs) we might talk more about that later. Jesse, we're going to step into the next round. The next round is five fun facts about Jesse. You would have seen my little board behind me, and it's got numbers 1 to 20, and apparently I put them in some kind of really crazy order so apologies if that's hard to keep up with and I did mean to change it and completely forgot whoops (laughs) so Jesse what I need you to do is choose five of the numbers on the board between one and 20 and that's going to reveal our five fun facts about you excellent let's do two three five eight and thirteen whoa And 13? 13. I love how you've just like rattled those off so fast. Get Kerry moving. Woo, love it. Awesome. All right, two, three, five, eight, and 13. Now, Jesse, I'll just point out there's not a particular kind of colour theme going here. You've got a couple of oranges, a yellow, a green, and a purple. Just a number count for you. What do those numbers mean? What do the numbers mean? Uh, so they are the 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 start of the golden ratio. Ooh. Uh, yeah, two plus one is three. Two plus three is five. Five plus three is eight. Eight plus five is thirteen, etc. Oh my god! Okay, that's getting a bit I'm a deep little weird. Mate. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, we're going to kick off with the first question, which is question number two, Jesse. What do you wish grew on trees other than money or gold? Ooh, that is a question. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Bringing it. Smiles. I wish Aww. smiles grew on trees. Oh, that's a bloody good answer, isn't it? Smiles. That's fantastic. And, and why is that, Jesse? I think it's obvious, but just out of curiosity. You know, we all have amazing lives and we all have problems. And so Mm -hmm. to be able to just kind of pluck a smile off a tree and share it with somebody or put it on my own face would be would be helpful sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think it's infectious too, right? Like when you see someone else happy and having a good day, it rubs off. It's really good. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. Jesse, question number three. What food gets you the most excited when you realize you haven't had it in a while? Ooh, um, homemade tortillas. Oh. Yeah, so like homemade, homemade, fresh homemade tortillas 
with like right off of the comal with butter just some mm. butter smeared all over it like yeah that's that's the stuff mm-hmm. and jesse out of curiosity are you the chef of this magical dish or is it somebody else it's there are two people and one restaurant that that my mouth waters about tortillas so so mom mm-hmm. obviously um and a uh former mother-in-law mm-hmm. Who, mm-hmm. who made phenomenal tortillas and then there's a restaurant here in san antonio eddie's taco house and they have phenomenal tortillas mm. so not me i'm just scabbing off of everybody else's hard work <laughs> i love that that's great jesse we're going to move into question number five and this question is oh and i don't know if this relates actually I'm gonna I'm gonna read it out and then we're gonna talk about it. As a kid, did you eat the crusts, meaning the crusts of the bread? You know the little edge that oh, goes mm-hmm. around the bread. Good, good. So as a kid, did you eat the crusts or did you? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. No, no, absolutely. Well, yes, because if you were hungry, you ate. <laughs> like it was that easy. We, we yeah. didn't get to pick what we wanted or or say I don't really like that part. It was you're hungry this is what you're eating yep yep so if you left the crust behind you went hungry basically yeah next time you were hungry guess what you got served the crust just the crust just the crust (laughs) oh dear tough lessons for you jesse oh my god okay (laughs) all right next question number eight which animal best describes you oh well uh Miss Kim did a phenomenal job of identifying my spirit animal, which Ooh. is the peacock. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. And, and yeah, I'm sure there's uh, more to explore on that question, Jesse, like <laughs> the whole bits behind that. I think you, you have a bit of a fascination for mirrors, right? <laughs> Absolutely. But specifically, it's the mirrors that I look into. They are, they're just amazing. <laughs> what do you see when you look in a mirror, Jesse? What What do you see, honestly? I, I You know, I see my favorite subject every single time. <laughs> <laughs> Saying it how it is. I love yeah. it. <laughs> All right, last question, and then you're out of the hot seat just for a little bit. Question number 13, who would you most like to meet? Oh, my goodness. And, Jesse, do you have an answer or you're not sure? I can offer some thinking music. Yes, please. Yeah? Okay. Cue, Cue the thinking music. All right. I, I think, thank you for that. That was, that was extremely helpful. You're um, welcome. So the person that I would most like to meet is the person that I am intended to be. Ooh, Jesse. <laughs> Mate. <laughs> just, 
you know, I was kind of thinking Sylvester Stallone, maybe, I don't know, <laughs> Richard Greer or, you know, like somebody out in the, in that kind of world. But I like this answer, Jesse. This is a very good answer. So when you say most intended to be, your, is that your future self or the utopia of yourself? Oh, that's that's a beautiful distinction. Uh, I, it's probably part of each. So one, in, in, in terms of my future self, in order to become who I'm intended to be, there's a lot of things that I've got to work through and come to terms with and accept and grow into. Mm-hmm. Um, and so future self is that. And then the, like the utopian self is, I'm probably going to fall short. Aww. And so being able to see and meet that, like that promise that I'm mm-hmm. intended to be would fall in the utopia side of that question. Yeah, but I think you raise an interesting point there, Jesse, because if we paint this mental picture of who we want to be, I think we've got more chance of reaching it and we've got yes. more chance of becoming our best self, right? You got it. Yes, yeah. ma'am. Yeah, awesome. Oh. Jesse, I've not had that answer to that question before. Thank you for bringing that one because that's super cool. I really, really like it. So, yep, all props and stars on that one. Good job. Jesse, we are going to move into the next round. But before I press the button. Late breaking moves. <laughs> This has just come in from an unknown source, Jesse. It it says that you may have won the seventh grade chivalry award. (laughs) Is there a story behind this, Jesse? I feel there's a story behind this, right? Absolutely. Uh, (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) In seventh grade, uh, Miss Evans, who was, I think she was a humanities teacher. uh, She had a competition, uh, for all her classes and it was a chivalry competition because we were studying like that time mm-hmm. um and and like i was gonna win it i just knew i'm going to win this thing <laughs> and and so like the stuff that people could see was holding doors open and that was kind of my upbringing right mom always mm-hmm. you hold the door open you when you're walking with the lady you walk out protect her get her on the inside of the road do you're on the street side of the road all of those things. So that was a habit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was very easy for me to do, caring. And also, you know, I I kind of liked the attention of, of girls in seventh grade. <laughs> so it gave me license to just say, hey, can I carry your books? Can I walk you to class? Can I do these things? Now, the behind the scenes thing that I know 100% helped me win that was I was doing research. Like, how did knights get dubbed knights like what are some of the things they did back then and so some Mm -hmm. of the things that i learned some of the things they would do was they would fast in their journey um and they would pray on a regular basis and and they would um soak in a tub of milk oh and so i did the fasting i fasted Mm -hmm. for three days uh, I was a seventh grader, so and and you already know about the bread, right? Like mm-hmm. I had a lot of food to eat after those three days, and uh, I would I would go jog to the the church lo- lo- close by and pray, 
um, and and for soaking in milk, I didn't, I couldn't, like mom would have beat me if I would have filled the tub with milk, but I did get in the tub and, and like pour half a gallon of milk in there. So it kind of counted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I was voted unanimously the, the most chivalrous seventh grader. Wow. And, and let's just define this for a second. Seventh grade, what were you, 12, Ooh. 13, maybe uh, roughly? Well, I was 12 or 13. Yeah. yeah. About, about that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, which is quite a pivotal time in a, in a young, young fella's life because, you know, moving out of the, the, you know, single digits into the double digits and, and I can imagine what's going on behind the scenes there, but oh my God, like, but it's already cool, Jesse, that you had that upbringing of opening doors, you know, looking after other people and, and all that kind of stuff. Your, your mama taught you well, you know, like yes. this is, this is good stuff, you know, and do you like the oh, fact yeah. that I said mama? <laughs> Like, you got it. You got it. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Jesse, thanks for sharing that with us. And um, apologies for throwing that curveball into the late breaking moves for you. But um, I, it had to be said. It really had to be said. And I think it's um, certainly something that you've carried along the way as well, because you're an outstanding human being today. So, yeah, I think it's great. Thank you, Carrie. <laughs> Thank you. Jesse, we are going to move into the next round. Oh, I'm nervous. Oui. Get ready here. You would recall that I brought the Sriracha mug to today's show, but I've also bought the bottle of Sriracha because it lives traditionally in our pantry. My husband loves this stuff. And the reason I bought the bottle is because I just wanted to make reference for the audience that are watching this on YouTube that the mug is bright red, firstly. Yet the sriracha is not quite as red. So I find that interesting. We've got a bit of a green-red combo going on here with the branding and everything. And, the you know, the labels are the same. Everything's the same. But I'm curious, Jesse, um, like this stuff is made in California. It's actually made in the States. I think it is. I should have mm-hmm. double-checked that, but I'm pretty sure it is. Um, it counts. Yeah, yeah, it's over there. It's over there. But but Jesse, you guys obviously have this as as a, a regular feature and and available to you. Do you use this? Is this something that you are across? I I will use it, but rarely. Um, I, I prefer like fresh serrano peppers. Oh God. Um, okay. Yes. Those, those. So serrano. You know, jalapenos are good, but the serrano peppers fresh off the plant and there's a lot of places here on my side of san antonio that they will serve you up fresh serrano preppers with your meal or freshly chopped yep that's more my flavor right right so this is like the fake version of something similar that's a little that's not as spicy not as spicy man this stuff is really hot like this, i die i die if i so much i accidentally you know what i did the other week we have um sweet chili sauce and the sriracha in the same little compartment in the fridge and i've got this really really bad habit of if i see the little tip has got some on it i'll just kind of wipe my finger and and taste it yeah. I accidentally did that with the sriracha, not the sweet <laughs> chili. And boy, that there was that tiny little bit. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I thought I was going to die. It was. It's hot. It's really hot. Oh. I don't know how you cope. I don't. I yeah. don't know. I'm not a hot person. Let's let's put it that way. So, hmm. Jesse, 
Is there something in your world that you have in the way of a food or maybe even a word that I might not know about? Something that little Aussie Kerry might not be familiar with? I, I think so. We're going to give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of barbacoa? Jesse, how do you even spell that, mate? Like, let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's break it down. <laughs> so the, the, a, a phonetic way to pronounce it is barbacoa. B-A-R-B-A-C-O-A. C-O-A. Barbacoa. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the Aussie version, barbacoa. And you yes. say it like, say it again? Barbacoa. Okay. All right. And and I need to think about this. All right. Um, cue the thinking music. No, no, no. Just kidding. Um, wow. Oh, my God. I've got no idea. I don't even know where to start. Okay. Firstly, it's a food, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Good, good. All right. I'm picturing the food. Barbacoa in, in Kerry version. Kerry language, barbacoa. Okay. It's not got anything to do with the barbecue, I'd guess. No, that, okay. no. Good. Take away the Barbie. Right. Barbacoa. Jesse, I've got no clue, mate. You're really going to have to help me on this one. I'm, oh, I'm stuffed. I got you. <laughs> I got you, sister. So we, we typically eat it as a breakfast meat. And Ooh. it's beef, super tender, like ultimate deliciousness. It's the meat off of a cow's head. Oh. Yes. And, and so uh, the tradition, yes, the head, the traditional way of preparing it is digging a hole and, and filling it with embers and putting the head underground, covering it, and then also adding some heat and letting it broil or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the meat is just like the most delicious, tender, mm. greasy yumminess. <laughs> and if you're feeling uh, adventurous, there is an option to order it with with the brains and the eyeballs in it also. Some people really enjoy that. I'm not that adventurous, though. <laughs> no, no, no. That reminds me of something out of Indiana Jones, you know, when they serve the monkeys and the no, monkey brains. Yeah. And <laughs> No. Yes, oh yes. Now, and, and so maybe here's a little addition to that. In San Antonio, Barbacoa and Big Red, the soda, so Big Red. I don't. Y'all have Big Red up your way? Not that I'm aware of. I'm sorry. Oh, oh my god. So it's okay because it's like super sugary. And it's a red flavored soda, and mm. so the combination of those two. Most doctors will tell you don't like don't do that, mm-hmm. but they, there's a special combination right there. So the the Big Red we have raspberry um, soft drink. And it's got okay. all those it's got all those nasty numbers in it because of the colouring and, and stuff. So but we have things like Coke, obviously, Dr. Pepper, Pepsi, like all those kind of things. So it's kind of along those lines in a red soft drink. Yeah? Yes, yes, yes. I think and it's it's probably a regional thing. Like here in San Antonio, people everybody knows about it, but the further away from San Antonio you get, uh, big red's not as uh, as big a thing. Hmm. Okay, two things, Jesse. You brought it all. Oh my god. Okay, <laughs> thank you. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google these things. I'm gonna get across it. I'm I'm definitely not doing the eyes and the brains like that. Just, <laughs> that's just a hard pass right there. Just saying. But super good stuff. And can I just say that should have been the late breaking moves, right? 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> just saying, just saying. Ne- next time I'll be better prepared. Definitely. Jesse, we're going to move into the next round. The next round is something else. So let me see. I think you're up for this challenge. Let's do it. I'm bringing oh. in. Can you see? Got a I can bit of, see it. Got a little bit of light reflection there, but I think you get yes. the overall gist. Let me see if I can move that back so we can get a better view of it. The Wheel of Death. It is actually going to be named the Wheel of Reveal. Oh, even better. I like that. Yep, yep. <laughs> Now, Jesse, what's going to happen here is you get one spin of the wheel, which I will do for you because I think it's pretty impossible for you to reach through the screen and spin the wheel for yourself. So I'll spin the wheel on your behalf. And you'll notice if you can see, sorry about the reflection, there are words on the wheel of reveal. It's going to land on one of them and we're going to dive into that word. Are you ready, Jesse? Ready. All right, one spin. Jesse, it's landed on the word talent. 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 So the little the little arrow up here is actually sitting on this side, and you and pretty good too because you didn't get the word fear because that would have been scary. All right. So we're going to move the wheel of reveal so that Kerry can come back into camera. Now with the word talent, Jesse, I want to know if you have. A hidden talent. Mm. Do you yeah. have a hidden talent? Yes. Yeah. I'm, yes, I'm going to say that my hidden talent is is listening, uh, listening to hear the stories people tell themselves. Hmm. Hmm. I like that. And I feel like this ties into the podcast as well. Like, yeah? Yes. Yeah? Yes, absolutely. And Jesse, have you always had this talent? No. That is a resounding no. <laughs> uh, I, I, was a, I spent many, many years um, focused on filling the space with my noise. Mm. Um, and it took took a lot of work and a, a lot of learnings, a lot of missteps that helped mm-hmm. me understand the value of, of listening to people. And, and it's a way that I can serve them, but I can't mm-hmm. serve them when my mouth is moving. True. True. Yeah. Sometimes we just have to sit back and just take it in, don't we? we? It's not always about us, you know. We need to listen to others and, and we learn. We learn so much by listening to other people. Like that's my favourite thing about listening. And and I'll confess, Jesse, that I've recent, recently started listening to audiobooks, which is new for me. Podcasts always, you know, for ages have listened to podcasts and, of course, in these circumstances, love to listen to my guest. But the audiobook is a new experience. Like, oh. yeah, this is – and that's that's hard for me to actually tune in and pay attention for an extended amount of time. I struggle with that. Like okay, full confession. I struggle with that. If if we go on our favorite app, which is Clubhouse, and we hang out with our friends, no issue, no issue whatsoever. 
but this audio book space is just completely different, you know, like it's, it's a challenge. It's really a challenge. Do you I listen? Wonder, have, I absolutely do. I consume books on audible, like crazy. I mean, mm -hmm. I think I have the program where it's like three credits a month and I always run out. Um, yeah. but I am an auditory learner, which I wish I knew that back in like middle school and high school. Um, it got me in a lot of trouble because I could like pick up whatever the teachers were serving just in the lecture. Mm -hmm. and, and so I wouldn't do homework because like, I got it. I don't need to practice it. Yep. But I didn't know that's how, what was happening. Mm -hmm. And so now as an adult, it's like, okay, if anything I can get, is it, is it auto, is it available? Is it available audible? Because I can just, I can digest it faster and retain it far more than reading it or worksheets and all that other junk. Mm, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'm going to get in the zone of the audiobook space. I've just got to practice. It's all about practice, it's, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's for practice for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I've just got to, my problem is I sit there and I'm at the computer. I've got to move away. I've got to move away from the computer because my oh. eyes go somewhere else, you know? Whew. Yes. Well, so that's a probably an important thing. When I'm listening to books, I'm either running or doing chores around the house or driving. Mm. I can't listen to an audio book with, the, with my computer on. There's no, no way. No yeah. way. Yeah, that's it. Oh, I'll be driving again soon, I hope. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, <laughs> Crazy yeah. stuff. Crazy stuff. We don't want to go into that. Jesse, another thing that we need to talk about, and this is serious stuff, your favorite movie. Now, you, you've told me. You've told me what it is. Tell the listeners, yes. what is your favorite movie? My favorite movie is The NeverEnding Story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good choice. Yes. You've seen it. Oh my God. Have I, have I ever, <sighs> I reckon for years I would watch it like over and over and over, but it's funny because similar to the audiobook space, like you just, you just forget parts. You have to have a recap. Like you've got to go back and watch it again. And, and, and every time I watch it, I think I see something new, like every mm. other movie, I see something new, but what do you, what are your key takeaways from that movie, Jesse? Oh, you know, there's so the 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 whole situation. I don't remember the the boy's name, but the boy that's reading the story, and oh, yes. and like for me, I remember I was 11 years old when I the first time I saw it, um, and I remember identifying with him because what I got was he's reading this story of this heroic and brave uh, Atreyu, yeah. And in some sense, he was feeling like he could be that. Mm -hmm. And and so that resonated with me like, oh, like I could, I'm feeling that. Like I want to be more than, yep. than what I am now. Um, you know, the other stuff is a little dark, but, you know, when he's going through the swamp and the, the horse gets stuck and never comes mm -hmm. out. It, again, this was 11 year old time frame. I remember, at, and at that time, there were things going on in my life that it was. There were some dark times, mm -hmm. and and I remember like seeing that imagery. I was like, man, that's exactly what I was feeling like, just stuck and and sucked in and gray, and um, 
and then of course the dragon, right? Like then he comes out and he saves the day and or or gets close to saying her name. Like it was it was that whole transformation that that I remember the most. Mm, it's such a magical story. Like I I love it. I love it. It is probably one of many of my all-time favorite movies. And you're right, like the dragon, you know, oh my God. Fel was it Falcor? Was that his name? Falcor. Fel yeah, I think that was the. I think that was the horse. Oh, I don't know. I could be wrong. It's possible. Oh, I'm. I'm going to have to go and watch again and just read. <laughs> yes, my that's brain. a good excuse to watch it again. Yes, exactly. <laughs> love it. Love it. It's a great movie, and I agree with you. I love the whole, even just the start when he gets the book and he goes into the attic, and you know, like that. It's just super cool. And then to flip how they flip to the story, like the actual story, and then back to him in the attic when the windows fly open and the wind yes. blows, and oh man, good. Good movie. Good choice. Yeah. No, great choice, Jesse. We are going to step into the final round, Jesse. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The final round today is, and I've just flipped up the show accidentally, by the way, so apologies that this is, yeah, it is what it is. Survivor Challenge Coffee <laughs> with Kerry. And you have addition two. Addition two of Survivor Challenge is you get to choose two companions, a celebrity by name or by character. You have no supplies. You will be there forever on this deserted island. And the bonus question for you, Jesse, is you also get allocated the magic ration box on your island. So let's paint the scene here. You've landed on the deserted island. You can take two companions that are celebrities by name or by character. No supplies, you're there forever, but you've also got the magic ration box. Inside the magic ration box is one item of food. You are going to eat that for breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, the whole kit and caboodle. That's the only thing you can eat other than going and finding things on the island. So this is like your staple, right? But this item of food can be a single item like a apple or a banana or it could be a single item in the sense of a meal like your favourite meal like it could be, I don't know, chicken and cheese sandwich or something like that. So Jesse, have a bit of a think. Two celebrities, name or character and one item of food. What are you going to pick, mate? Okay. Big, big challenge. Uh yeah, this is this is this is this is a challenge, serious challenge. <laughs> uh, so it, the cele one celebrity that comes to mind, and I don't know his name, like mm -hmm. it, it, the actor's name or the name, the character that he plays. Mm -hmm. But there's a movie with uh, called Rounders with Matt Damon, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where he's a, like a poker player, and one of the his his mentor uh, was a judge. And he went to him, actually went to him at one point to, to try to get some money to get out of, out of the, the problem he was in with, in his gambling situation. So that old man, his mentor is one of the people that I would bring to the island. Mm -hmm. so we just called him mentor. Yep. Um, the other person I would bring is... Probably Robin Williams. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Robin Williams. 
And then in our ration box, we would have spam. Spam. Spam from the can. <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> okay, Jesse, I'm going to hit the ration box first because I'm super curious. I know spam. We, we yep. have, have spam here in Australia. And I loved it as a kid. Like I'm talking love, love, love. Like, man, if you saw that can in the cupboard, it was gold. It was just – and it yes. had this it had this little wheel on it like you used yes. to – The oh, twisty. Yep. Oh, oh, my God, I loved that. That was like theatre in itself to get to the goodness. Like I just loved the whole experience. You know, you get a can opener for a regular can of food. It's not the same. It is not the same, right? So that little key and the little twisty thing that went all the way around and then you opened it up and there was always a little bit stuck on the lid and you used to get a spoon or a knife and like scrape that out because you didn't want to miss a thing, right? I can't say I've had it recently though. I can't Mm. say I've had it probably even in the last decade. I don't know what's happened. It's probably still available. I just forgot. So back to one of your questions off the board, that's something I'm getting a little bit excited about now. Oh, my God. So, Jesse, what what does spam mean to you as you've chosen this, this is the one you're going to eat, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack, the whole lot? Tell me. Yeah, so – the reason it was easy to pick spam is growing up, I was raised by a single mom and, and she, you know, she did it. Uh, she was working two jobs, going to night school, uh, doing everything she could to support us. And often that meant spam for breakfast, spam for lunch and spam for dinner. And she made it happen mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at the time it was like, I'm tired of spam, but now I remember like thinking she raising two boys and doing what she did and how resourceful she was and made spam a real meal three times a day for sometimes a week, sometimes two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she did it and I, I'm going to give it a shot when I have to. Yeah, definitely. And I'm I'm guessing now you had this in different versions. The, the oh, spam. yes, yes, like, yeah, yes. Yep. Yeah, like mixed with eggs or fried and you know, with some fideo or mm. like she just potato, like she would just find a way, uh, you know, because steak and or beef was too expensive, but mm. spam qualified as a meat. That's mm-hmm. what we did. Oh, my God. All right. Carrie's going shopping for spam now because I'm, I'm hungry. I'm hungry, number one. Number – oh, that was two. Number one, I'm hungry. And um, secondly, yeah, it's just been too long, too long. Yes. And I remember I remember slicing it and frying it. <laughs> Even the smell. Oh, my God. I'm excited about that. But let's go over to the mentor and Robin Williams. So why why have you picked the mentor? We don't know who he is. He can just stay as the mentor. But why did you pick him? You know, the reason I picked the mentor is because the the advice he gave um, Matt Damon in the movie was to to pursue and go chase what he was good at and what he enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that came from a space of him also coming up and and being a nonconformist to what his parents wanted for him. Mm-hmm. And being on an island, I would imagine there's plenty of time to talk and learn and and share uh, life stories. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to hear all of those stories. 
So you're going for the inspirational person here that's going to sit there with you and really enjoy the time and make the most of it and be enlightened and inspired. Good choice, Jesse. That's a really good choice. So let's flip over to Robin Williams. What brings him to your island? Oh, so this is going to be interesting uh, because I think Robin Williams was a tortured soul. Um, and, and I can identify with that. Uh, I think I can relate with that to some degree. And so again, it's about the conversations and, and maybe achieving some level of vulnerability where we could help each other, uh, uh, escape from feeling less than for a moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Jesse, which one of the three of you are going to fend off any wild animals? Oh, I'll take care of the animals. I, I got that. <laughs> and and who's going to build the little shelter? I think I'll do the building also mm-hmm. uh, with with guidance from the mentor. He'll make sure that I'm being safe and not hurting us and making sure, you know, we're using our resources responsibly. Yep. Uh, and, and Robin, I think he'll, he'll get down. He's not afraid to get dirty mm-hmm. uh, and we'll mm-hmm. also have a good time while we're doing it. And I can really picture the three of you sitting around a campfire with the cans of spam. Like this is, this is, this is great. This is great. I love this. I picture this. I can actually visualize this. And I, I think, you know what? I think you're going to survive. I think the spam's going to bring it home with the great company and the great conversations and, and you're, you'll be super resourceful. I can just picture you building everything. You know, you'll have, you'll have a five-star hotel built in no time. Like it'll be the Hilton, Hilton on the Island with, with Jesse Hernandez. Like I can picture that. (laughs) Well done. Well done, Jesse. Good job. Good job with that challenge. That's a tough one. And I think you've nailed it. It is tough. Yeah. That was hard. (laughs) Mate, we have come to the end of the show. Very sad. But before we wrap it up, Jesse, please tell the listeners where we can find you and your amazing podcast. Oh, thank you. So to find me and all the social media stuff, uh, learningsandmissteps.com. Go to the website and all the links to all the things are there. I, the podcast, we went ahead and put it on any damn outlet possible. <laughs> Just please listen to us. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, LinkedIn is where I spend a lot of time interacting, posting, reading, learning, connecting with people. Um, Instagram, just a little bit. And, mm-hmm. and Clubhouse, like Clubhouse, mm-hmm. that's how we met. I mean, it's it turned out to be an amazing resource and has helped me connect with like Clubhouse is the space where we could just talk. Yeah. I'd love to be able to talk to some of the listeners and, and get their feedback and see what they think. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Jesse, thanks for sharing all of that. And I will add, I think a suggestion that you should make to Clubhouse is when are they going to put in the mirror feature? Like we need this, <laughs> we need this mirror feature on Clubhouse, right? Like I just, yes. I love the mirrors. I, I really do. <laughs> Jesse, this has been so much fun. Thank you for joining me for this episode. I've had a blast. I hope you have too. And yeah, I appreciate you being here. It's been great. Yes, it has. Thank you, Carrie. Awesome. Jesse, I'm going to play us out with a little outro and dance. 
Thanks for tuning in to Coffee with Kerry. You can catch us weekly and I'd love to receive your rating or personal review. See you next week.